I'm King Anye. And I'm Sarah Harris. We're talking about why people do the work they do today on Here in the City. Now, Juvencio Jimenez is a hairstylist to the stars. He does not disclose the names of the celebrities who have followed him from his premier salon in Beverly Hills to his current lower-profile shop on La Brea in the Mid-City area, but follow Juvencio they do. I visited his salon while he did a relaxer and a cut and talked to him about why he loves his work and what made him decide to duck out of the limelight for a while. Hi, William. Uh, can I call you back? Because I'm in the middle of a color right now. Not the upshot of having your own shop. Actually, but you know what, though? I'm a control freak, so I like doing everything. You know, before, when I worked for people, it was different, you know, because I wasn't in control. So I've had my own shop. I've done working at a really high-end situation, a very high-fashion situation. And then I've done my own situation, which is a combination of both. And now I've, uh, I've had to just regroup. If you're working at a very high-paced place, the client is not going to get the attention that, that they would usually get if they were coming to your own home, you know, the comfort of your own home. So, how you doing, sir? The most important part in relationship with, with hair for me is to make it uh, be as, as easy as possible. Easy to, to the touch, easy to the care of it. The individual has to be able to get up in the morning and do it without having to, to fuss over it too much. Well, my name is Yasin, and my goal is definitely to have stronger hair and get a little bit of my thickness back. I had a child 19 months ago, and my hair started thinning. But while you're pregnant, though, for those nine months, did then, you notice your hair was just absolutely uh, just abundant and, yeah. and, and, yeah. and just gorgeous? <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to say that okay. uh, no. What I'm going to do is we're going to go a little bit it's basically all one length, but you have a lot of breakage through, through here. So you're really thinking about these time relationships, right? The lifestyle, absolutely. It's got to do with, uh, you know, throughout my career, I've, I've seen how uh, instant satisfaction uh, is one thing. And you get a great haircut, and you, sometimes you, you keep it for two or three days because it looks so great. And that's awesome. That's a great, a beautiful thing. But when you, you wash and you wake up to do it yourself, you find yourself in a very in a mess where you're not able to to duplicate what the stylist did prior. Well, it is so true because bottom line is that us women can be very demanding with our hair, and you know sometimes we forget about the long term effects of what we're doing to our hair. We just want it to look good now, now, you know. The most common thing with, with my, my, my peers and in, in my professional uh, world is we're more of the moment and what's happening in the, in the, in the magazines and so forth. And that's something I, I never was, I've never followed is that I, I can use a, a cover or a fashion shoot story as a visual aid but I always have to let them know that, uh, that one, what's going to happen to them when they wake up if they choose to have that, 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 that style. Who uh -huh. was your mentor? 
he's an icon, and he, his name is William Escalera, and he works uh, uh, at a place called Borelli's now, which he owned that place, that location, which was called Menage a Trois, and Menage a Trois is where I, I train under him. So how, how did you come to do what you do? I, I tend to say accident because it was accidental that I ended up doing something that I, when I started doing it, I was uh, more of a hobby per se than, than uh, my career. And that, what happened was that uh, I awakened to fashion and music in my, early, my late teens, early 20s. And while I was at mechanic school in Phoenix, Arizona, one of my neighbors in my apartment building was a hair going to beauty school. So then he started cutting my hair in his bathroom, uh, which I have really difficult hair. And in that time, it was a time of new wave and, and punk rock. And I have six brothers and two sisters, and I wanted them to to be cool because I wasn't cool in school. And our mother used to cut our hair, but I told her, you know, they need to have flat tops. I mean, I wanted them to have flat tops. So I asked my barber how to do a flat top, and I tried it, and what happened was that uh, they ended up having, uh, me having to shave their head completely. Like, through my siblings, I learned how to uh, use the, the machines, the clippers as they call them, and then, uh, took it on to my, my friends and my girlfriend at that time. It was almost like if you were a guy and you went to a hair salon, you were then considered not what they call metrosexual. You know, not, and back then, more commonly known as being gay. And if you worked in a hair salon, if you became a hairdresser instead of a barber, for sure you were, uh, you were gay. That, that was just, and when I came into the business, I didn't know all this because I, I come from, I'm, I migrated here from Mexico, and so I, I didn't, meaning that I didn't know that if I went to beauty school, I was automatically gonna be labeled uh, gay. And to this day, even after being married, having a child, and, uh, living my life the way I do, people still think that I, I'm, I'm gay and that I'm uh, what they call in the closet. Because there's a total, you know, prejudice towards, towards uh, straight males in the, in, the, in, the biz, in, in the hair world, you know. That interview with Juvencio Jimenez is featured with an audio slideshow at Aleem Magazine at aleim.com. And you're listening to Here in the City.